We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Welcome We're back. here. Hi, I figured it out. And you know what? When you when you're here, your family at Olive Garden. <laughs> Thank God Hi. for Olive Garden. Hi, how are you? We made it. Well, I'm good. I tried to kill the Nether Brain, and it didn't work out. Tell me about Nether Brain. Well, okay, so. You know, as the as the gentle listeners know, I'm playing a game called Baldur's Gate. I'm at the end. We're fighting the Netherbrain. We're maybe going to kill it. We're maybe going to use it to take over the world. We haven't decided yet. It depends on which of my boyfriends I want to listen to. Okay. So we're trying to, like, take over the Netherbrain with the Netherstones. But the problem is you have to hold the Netherstones in place for a full turn. Mm-hmm. But you only have four turns to fight the netherbrain before a nautiloid, a nautiloid arrives, you know, and you don't want a nautiloid to arrive. You know what I mean? Oh, so, I do know what you mean. Yeah. So anyway, you got to get close enough so you can use the nether stones in time. And then you have to protect the guy that's using the nether stones. Anyway, it's a whole thing. And I've tried it like seven times. So if anyone out there has any tips or tricks, <laughs> please let me I've know. I've got to kill netherbrain in your tech. I thought you meant you need one more bourbon. To kill to, the to kill my own brain, your own nether regions of your brain that are telling you to kill the sadness inside. Yeah, right, something like that. Yeah, and um, anyway, I'm I, this like four or five nights ago, yeah. and then and then all hell broke loose as it does for single parents. Right, right. And uh, anyway, so we had an episode ready to go. We were ready to record. Right. You literally said, oh, no, we put this on the Instagram. So oh, people yeah, on Instagram, did. they already saw this. Yeah, yeah. You were like, give me like two minutes. I need to go to the bathroom. In those two minutes, all hell broke loose. Yes. And I was like, I can no longer record tonight. Here's what's crazy. I wrote down my, oh, found it. Okay. I was going to say I couldn't find it, but I just found it. Okay. Never mind. My oh, you wrote five. down your top five. Okay. Yeah. 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 I found With, it. Oh, on, my God. You know, see, I write those down in my phone. There's an app called Notes. <laughs> that I use. <laughs> I've heard and of then this. I I never lose them. What do you do for catharsis if you don't write with pen and paper? Why would that give me catharsis? I don't know, it gives me catharsis. Well, you're a Gen X and I'm a millennial, so you I think this, this is just another difference between you, us. Stop it. Stop it. Didn't we talk about this on our last episode? I have no idea what you're talking about. Anyway, um Hi. I feel like there was something I was going to start right out the gates with. Say that this is hot drink. Hey, hey, podcast. get down. One of my cats is attacking the tree. No, oh, no, no. Oh, he just looks right at me and he's just like, fuck you. Oh, yeah. And then he just attacks the tree some more. Lando, stop it. It's my favorite part of the holidays. I know. It's so special. It's only one. My one cat does not care. And then one cat cares a great deal, but just intermittently. And tonight happens to be the night that which like, cat? Right... Which cat is it? That Lando. Cares? Oh, that's a Lando. Like right now, he, right now he's sitting at the bottom of the tree, and his he's not moving, but his mouth is closed around a branch. He's just holding a branch <laughs> inside of his mouth. Uh, are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> not moving, just looking at me with a branch in his mouth. Okay, now he's going to attack his sister. So we're all good. Anyway, I'm okay. sorry to yell on the podcast. 
Do you hear there's like a little clicking? Um, was it was I doing something? I probably was. No, it's like a little staticky noise, but let's carry on. Let's carry on. All right. Um, so, how are you? How's San Francisco? Well, um, it's so funny to see people around here wearing their winter coats when right. um, the coldest it gets, which is when everyone's asleep at 2 a.m., is 47 degrees. So right. <laughs> during the day, people are wearing their big coats when it's 54 degrees. <laughs> I know. I, I loved that when I lived in L.A. Like, it would be like 61 degrees and people would have on like a parka <laughs> and a and a and a scarf yeah and, so, and yeah and my classmates are you know I have classmates who are from you know the south or the bay area the southern U.S. or the bay area or what have you and they're like you're not cold because I just meet them at the shuttle stop in a t-shirt and I'm like no I'm actually always running hot <laughs> so I will say when I lived in LA, any any time it was remotely cold by like less than sixty five <laughs> degrees, we would throw on the jackets because we were like, "This is our one chance to wear our cute jackets." Oh well, I mean that's fair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I... then if you missed a chance, you you know you were you were fine like temperature wise, but you would be like, "Oh man, I could have worn a cute jacket today." Damn it! Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, I, so... I I feel that hard, real hard. I feel it real, real hard. I encourage some cute jacket wearing. Um, well, I will be home in a week and have I know. all the opportunities to wear my jackets for six weeks. And we're going to record so many episodes. <laughs> we're not going to record a single episode. Oh, we're so gonna... your, your semester ends and you have a six-week break, essentially, yes. between this semester and the next. Yes, correct. And you can't stay in your housing. Nope. Unless I pay so, $70 a night. So you are just, it, it's, I mean, we've talked about this. It's bonkers to me. <laughs> it's one thing I think for undergrad to just sort of assume like, well, you go home to your parents' house or whatever. Right. But you are a graduate student. Yes. And so it's very, like you would get, I mean, I'm sure some of the graduate students in your program are younger and probably will go home to their parents. But some, I, I know there are graduate students in your program who are older, who are not going to go home to their parents. Right. Or even graduate students who are in their 20s who don't have family support because either right. they have shitty family or poor family, you know? Right. Um, yeah. And so, but that you're just supposed to be able to find somewhere to go yeah, for six for weeks. For six is, fucking weeks. Like, I get... Is insane. I get the break between semesters is longer for college students always, but six weeks is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, so you're gonna yeah. you're gonna probably spend some nights here. Uh-huh. <laughs> on the weeks. are we gonna talk on the nights you're here, or are we just gonna pretend we don't see each other? <laughs> like roommates that have been living together for five years. Um, yeah. I think we're gonna talk, and I think maybe you know we we should. Am talk. I gonna be okay with that? With the... <laughs> I love that you're asking me. <laughs> this is a moment of like, oh shit, what have I gotten myself into? So, yeah, well, no. okay, right now, here, live on the radio, let's talk. Real talk. So, <laughs> if there's a night that I'm, you know, home uh, at your place, and I'm just sitting at the counter when you come in from work, and you're not in the mood for company, let's have a word. Let's have a safe word. The safe word is, please don't talk to me tonight. Okay. That is really clear. <laughs> <laughs> the safe word is... I'm just going to go to my room and shut the door. Right. But if you... Or the safe word is, I'm going to play 
video games with my headphones on. Okay. And and Does then, that is that clear? And then Does when, that make sense? <laughs> yeah. And then either time, depending on which phrase you use, um, I will know to leave you alone. Okay. Do I have to cook dinner every night when you're here? Oh my god, fuck no. Oh, well I will. I know you will. Um <laughs> so so one thing that we're so you're going to be here like when my kids aren't here. Mm-hmm. You might bounce down to LaSalle. You might bounce to your children's various places and sleep on sofas. Yes. You might go spend all six weeks at your mom's house. I mean, that's <laughs> definitely a possibility. <laughs> She's got a couple spare rooms. You're like, well, I'm on winter break, mom. So one, my dad's dead. Gonna... And they had, my, right. my, de- my parents had separate rooms. So there's, right. you know, that. And then, uh, and then there was the guest room. Wait, is there a guest the... room? Well, it's taken up. It it's being used by someone now, and I think you know who. Dimash. And we're gonna leave it there. Um, so I'm very excited, actually. I think it'll be really fun to have you here. Oh, I'm glad to hear that because right now, but, I, but make a goddamn calendar. I have. Well, I have a calendar on my wall. What are you talking about? Oh, okay, uh, on pen and paper. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. What could go wrong? <laughs> I'm just going to roll that puppy up and on the. Um, you know what's so interesting is that, like, as a Gen Xer, you <laughs> love a paper calendar. And as a millennial, I love a digital calendar. So, listen, um, it's not a paper calendar. I mean, it is paper, but <laughs> it's not. It's a, on your wall. What is it made of? It's, ceramic? It's not a traditional, like, <laughs> you change the flaps. It's okay. It's very cool. Um, (laughs) it's a very cool calendar from a brand called Pocketo, P-O-K-E-T-O. And they have a lot of cool Cool. paper products. And you, you put a a paper calendar that just has the number for the month and it's a different color every month. And then you fill in the, the days, the day numbers, and then you write in whatever you want. In a ca- I, have a like pap- you do. I have a paper calendar, you know, but it's just of hot men. <laughs> oh, yeah. And don't you also have a calendar, or maybe that was 2022, where one month was, uh, oh, my God, I wanted to say Florence Henderson, but it's not. Oh, no, this is the same calendar. It's oh. it's in April instead of having a hot man, because it was like an 18-month calendar, so we're coming to the end of it now. Okay. In April, instead of having a hot man, it was Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh, not Florence which, Henderson. Which I think was a... <laughs> Is Florence Henderson the one from the Brady Bunch? I think so. Or is she the one that flew over the ocean? No, that's Amelia Earhart. Oh, my Florence, Florence Nightingale. No, no Florence I'm... Nightingale didn't fly a plane. What did she do? She is the one that gives marriage advice. No, that's Esther Perel. Um, okay, so, yeah, so April was um, Florence Pugh. Kind of as an April Fool's joke, but I also was like, well, if you're attracted to hot men, you're also attracted to Florence Pugh, right? You know what I mean? I do. I do. Like, I, don't, I don't know why. Pugh. I don't know why no. but that makes sense to me. So it's December. It's the last month of the calendar. And you know who it is? Jason Sudeikis. I mean, he's fine. Right. It feels like we're going out not with a bang, but with a whimper. You know what I mean? Sure. So anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, you're going to be in Utah. What one thing we are going to do, and this can be a bagel for everyone. We're going to watch the TV show Fellow Travelers. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Did I talk? I probably talked about this last week. I don't know. Last I, podcast. Last podcast. Well, I'm going to talk about it again, oh. Courtney. <laughs> um, 
There's a show on HBO called Fellow Travelers. It is about, it's based on a pl- movie that was based on a book. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, it's about the Lavender Scare. Well, it starts in the Lavender Scare, which you probably are like, the Lavender Scare? I've never heard of that. Well, that's because you're a part of the American education system and we don't teach queer history in right. America. Right, right, So, Sister Twain, have you heard of the Red Scare? That's a communist thing. Yes, like McCarthyism. Right, totally. So McCarthy, who, spoiler alert, was a fag, um, <laughs> ran this sort of campaign to get people out of government who they suspected of being communists, and it was called the Red Square. And you learned about that in junior high history. Well, at the same time, there was a thing going on that is called the Lavender Scare, which is where they were trying to get anyone suspected of being a homosexual out of government work because that is something that you could be blackmailed for you know by the russians or whatever and so right, right. they didn't want you to have state secrets if you were homosexual because then the russians could blackmail you so anyway <laughs> so so the show starts during the lavender scare um matt bomber so hot are you sure it's bomber and not bomber i don't actually know oh okay it's spelled like bomber but i don't actually i know think it's, it's spelled like pronounced. bomber yeah, that's true. It's kind of bomber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, he is a state department official um, who is gay, who has a lot of clandestine hot sex in bathrooms with some other gays. And right. then he meets a character named Skippy. Well, he calls him Skippy. That's not his real name. Played by Jonathan Bailey. Good Lord above. Yeah. Yeah. Um, From Bridgerton. And they start a... 40-year relationship. Oh, my God. Um, and they, there is some of the hottest gay sex you've oh, ever seen. Oh, my God. On the screen. But, so, anyway, so it's the story of their lives. Like, Matt Bomber gets married, obviously, because that's part of how you stay hidden, is you find a wife who you can, you know, pull one over on, who you can keep, you know, keep under control. And, and, and it kind of flashes forward to the, pre- not to the present day, probably to, like, the 90s, where... Jonathan Bailey's character has is dying of AIDS and you know it kind of goes through the decades in between but anyway it's so hot mm-hmm. they're both so beautiful mm-hmm. and I cry every time I watch it because it is the story of so many men that I know who are gay mm-hmm. who and who who are there was a scene in a recent episode where they were fighting because Jonathan Bailey eventually sort of lives out as a gay man and, and he says, well, I guess you're just better at lying than I am. Mm-hmm. And Matt Bomber says, well, yeah, and then I'm going to survive and you're not, you know. And it just God. reminds me of so many gay men I know mm-hmm. who are in straight marriages, mm-hmm. who are really good at lying. Mm-hmm. And it's a tale as old as time here in the Salt Lake Valley. Mm-hmm. And so I cry every time I watch it because I think about all these liars I know and about, <laughs> and about all these and about the generation of men who we lost who died of AIDS. And anyway, yeah. it's lovely. We're going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that people forget this is still happening, especially if you live in a, a progressive city like Salt Lake, which for those of you who aren't familiar with Utah is the exception to the rule in Utah. Um, right. And I love that you think anyone listening to this podcast is not familiar with Salt Lake. <laughs> 
they probably live in Salt Lake. You never know. You never know. Um, no, I, but in a lot of ways, growing up in Utah is like growing up in the 1950s. You know what I mean? Yes. As far as like gender roles and sexual identity and right. all those things, like it's very much like the 1950s. Right. Like many, you know, anyway. Very so much. That's a great show. And so um, I I think I told this on the pod when this happened like a couple years Good. ago. So, I like when we repeat stories we that we've already told. That's yeah. part of it. Um, so That's part of the charm. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and, um, there was this guy sitting at the bar that I was helping and, um, he was probably around my age gay and, um, he was saying, um, how he wanted to be a cop once and that he, um, tried it for a while and he said, and this was recently, and he said, you'd be shocked to know how many cops are closeted here's the thing i wouldn't and then he said something about um i went i was i went on this date once with this guy who was who used to be married we went to the hale center theater to see a play and he that's gay and he picked out three or four men that are closeted and and married to women in the show yeah so so just remember it's still fucking happening we may not talk about it anymore because like it's a tale as old as time but it's still happening and the thing that no one talks about nearly enough still 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 even though i'm so fucking bored of it is still 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 that ties into our top five um is the straight spouse predicament yeah yeah which is a whole bag of tea is that a thing (laughs) no it's a whole bag of tea on its own anyway what else do we want to say here here's what i think is very complicated about it now because there are instances this is wow we really went down this rabbit hole let's go there are instances in these marriages where there is not a lie, where like the husband is open about being gay or the wife is open about being bisexual or whatever. Or lesbian. And and it and they're like, but but I still love the church and I'm making it work and blah blah blah. First of all, you're a liar. Second of all, <laughs> it becomes very messy because like we live in this age where we want to be like, you get to choose who you want to be and you and we're gonna respect that and we're gonna so like when someone says yes i'm gay but i'm married to a woman and we're making it work there is this sort of feeling of like okay well if that's what you chose and you both know what you're signing up for like you know i guess we're supposed to respect that but also we but also like but also you know yeah yeah. oh yeah yeah it's it's just a whole fucking mess anyway so uh yeah do you have any bagels? So that's home? my bagel and my horror, I guess. Oh, okay. is fellow travelers and closeted men in marriages who uh, leave secrets and pain behind them as they t- tear through the world. What are your bagels and horrors? Hello? Are you still there? I am. Merry Christmas. <laughs> what? Do you have any bagels and horrors? <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, the bagel is I get to see my kids next week. Um, I feel like I wouldn't be as excited about seeing the kids. (laughs) It's all about season of life. It's all about seasons and the turning of the tides. Um, 525,600 minutes. You just do that while I talk about my bagel. Um, 
So uh, I'm gonna see the kids. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be picking up shifts at Level Crossing. How do you measure? Okay, I'm gonna stop. Okay, and then I'll just tell you real quick what my finals are. This is real quick. So I have to do something for my my voice and speech class. That's called the River Story. Okay. And and tell a story about River Phoenix. We. If you do, you won't pass the class, but you could. Okay. Um, so River Story is where you start from birth to present day, which on that class will be December 20th. And you imagine that you're in a hot air balloon above a river that is your life. And in the river, there are stones that represent pivotal moments. It can be when you moved. It could be when you had a when you Just married when you married a gay husband it's really important to you whatever those stones are and then uh, oh no wait girl you're breaking up okay what what's what molly molly you're in danger girl what <laughs> you in danger girl did you you're in a you're in a hot air balloon you're seeing the stones of when you married a gay husband <laughs> in the river <laughs> and then you go back above the river Okay. And look at all your stones. Okay. And you have to choose a stone that uh, you're looking at your stones and you hear a dialogue. And what is that dialogue? And then you're looking at your stones and you hear a song. And what is that song? And you're looking at your stones and it's a third thing. I can't remember the third thing. Um, Okay. But then your river story is telling those three things in chronological order. Kind of. That's the gist. Anyway, so that's one. Part. So, can I ask, can I ask a question? Yeah. When your professors explain what the final is, uh-huh. are you just like, you fucking made this up last night while you were high, <laughs> right? Uh, no, because they always okay. say who developed the thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's final number one. Yeah. What else have we got? Final number two is I am reenacting the scene from the 1976 Carrie. Uh, I am the mom and uh, one of my classmates is playing Carrie. So she's basic. And uh-huh. um, it's the scene where they're at the table having dessert and she tells her mom that she wants to go to prom. And yeah. then all hell breaks loose. So I'm doing have that. You, have you listened to Carrie, the musical of Carrie? What? No. Anyway, there's a great song about that moment. Oh, Oh, I should listen to it. About about Eve's sin and bleed. <laughs> well, maybe it's not that exact moment, but it's about the bleeding and the sin. After anyway. the, yeah, here it goes. It goes, the boys, though. Yes, the boys. After the blood come the boys. Like sniffing yeah. dogs, grinning and slobbering and wondering where that smell comes from. Yeah. Where's that smell coming from? Oh, gross. Uh, that smell? Gross. Uh, I mean, anyway, you're a gay man. I don't want to smell that. And yeah. then... Um, and then for one of my finals, I have to catch a seagull and put it in a basket <laughs> for my seagull training class. Developed by Brene Brown. Um, and then Developed by Bernadette Peters. And then <laughs> my final for my Alexander Technique class is a monologue from a play okay. called A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Gynecologic Oncology department unit at Sloan Kettering Cancer Center of New York City. 
that's clever. That's the name of the play. And, that's clever. Um, and then a scene from Suits, from the pilot of Suits, which I've never okay. seen. Okay. And then, so those two are happening both in the same class. And then there's a final that's a surprise that we're just going to show up and find out what it is. It's like a, it's like a quick fire challenge on Top Chef. <laughs> They're like, we're going to turn on a scene from Elf and you need to play it dramatically with Buddy the Elf. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, anyway. Okay. So that's it. That's all I got. Anything else? Okay. That's fantastic. Yeah. And then you come to Salt Lake uh-huh. and you you pull out your inky calendar and you say, here's where I'm staying. And all of us say, <laughs> we can't see that because it's on a calendar that's in your hands <laughs> and not a digital calendar that we can access through the cloud network. <laughs> and then you show up at my door and you're like, knock, knock, knock. And I'm like, hello, what are you doing here? I don't want to talk. <laughs> and you say, I wrote it on the inky calendar <laughs> that is in the back seat of my rented Toyota Tacoma. <laughs> Tacoma. Anyway, so we wanted to bring. Are we done with bagels and horrors? Can I introduce the episode? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. We wanted to bring a little holiday cheer to the hot drinks because we probably won't record again before the holidays. Natch. I mean, maybe, but probably not. No. I don't even remember. So, okay, I might have changed slightly what the what the prompt was for this top five. Sure. But it's, but it is, it is the top five holiday carols that have a new meaning when you change one of the words. Is that kind of what we're going for? That's the gist of it. Yep. Okay. So we've, we've taken carols. Uh Uh-huh. And we have changed part of the title. Uh Uh-huh. And given it, given it a new, perhaps more relevant meaning. Perhaps. Perhaps. With a capital P. And, and I just want to say that several of mine are, well, some, not several, some of mine are very offensive. So, oh, yes. So just, if you don't want to hear that, uh, maybe just go download Janice Cat Perry's latest podcast <laughs> episode. <laughs> I'm going to get my crystals out. As for oh, me. I don't know what that means. My crystals? My crystals? Well, I don't know why you're getting them out. Um, to prepare myself for the inappropriate because oh okay okay so by the way before we take a break and get ready for number one I just want to mention I am picking my son up from work tonight <laughs> and he and he will literally text me and be like okay I'm done where where are you why aren't you here okay I'm done why where are you so oh uh-huh, yeah I remember uh, those days you remember those days so at some point if I'm like we gotta take it's because yeah. I have to run and get him and then we'll hey, come back and we'll finish. Real quick before I forget, when I'm staying at your place mm-hmm. and if you have to pick him up from work, uh-huh. you know what I'm going to ask? What? Can you oh, get me? Oh, to bring you a big bag of popcorn? Yes. I don't even know how that works. I'll, I'll ask him tonight if like, <gasps> can I place an order ahead of time? <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're going to throw it out at the end of the night. So I'm thinking it's free. That's what sometimes I'm Sometimes he does bring home free popcorn and sometimes he just smells like popcorn. Well, one is better than the other. But I, well, but, but here's the thing. You wouldn't be staying at my house if I, well, except I guess tonight my kids aren't here. And I'm exactly. Anyway. Exactly. Let's take a break. You help Tisha out a lot. You're such a good co-parent. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, hey. So while we, while we were on the break. Yes. Um, I texted... I texted my child and said, hey, 
I'm going to pick you up tonight, so let me know what time you think you'll be done. And this was his response. Will you be here when I say I'm almost done? Will you take the initiative and be prepared? What? (laughs) And then I said, it literally takes me three minutes to drive to your work, so I feel like I can get there pretty quick. And he just replied and said, sorry, I'm in an absolutely horrible mood, so I'm probably going to insult you at some point or, or another. I'll try and stay calm. What was the last part you said? I, he'll try and stay calm. But he'll oh. probably insult me at some point when I pick him up. Wow. Being wow. a parent is a trip. Wow. Will anyway. you be here? Will you be prepared? Oh. Can you read my mind? And if not, fuck you. That's what Here's that the thing. He lit, his job is literally like three minutes from my house. Like, I, like I've timed it. It takes like three minutes to drive there. Yeah, it's pretty good. And great. sometimes he'll be like, I should be done in about ten minutes. And then, like, eight minutes pass, and he's like, where are you? Right. And I'm like, well, you said I should be done in about ten minutes, and it hasn't even been ten minutes. Yeah. But also, I still had not had a confirmation that you were done. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm like, just text me and say, I'm about to clock out, because literally, I will be there before you clock out and walk out of the building. Anyway, what's your number one? Hello? Hello? Hello. Hi, I'm here. Hey. What okay. What are you doing in the background? Are you sweeping your floor? Nothing. N- nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Not doing anything. Number one, it's a carol. You're tweaking it a little bit to make it feel more occult. Oh, hold on. What was that? Occult. Meaning. Like current. Oh, Did you make that up? No. Okay. No, it means like of the moment. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Is it French? Yes. All right. Anyway. Okay, am I going first this time? You always... <laughs> We've been making this podcast for like 12 years. You okay. literally always go first. <laughs> The last two episodes I made you go first, remember? It was well, sure, great but that is not the norm. Gay and straight icons. And then what did we do last time? The I don't I don't know. Oh the the our commune. Okay. All yeah. right. Here's my number one. Number one. It's a carol. You've tweaked it. Go. Yeah. Last Christmas. No, really, for real. <laughs> Because we're all going to die. Because, like, the planet's going to burn into a ball of fire. When capitalism collapses, this is it. Christmas shopping, so. Yeah, this is the last Christmas. No, really. For real. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of that one. This this year. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Because by next Christmas, we'll be like... You know what you're getting for Christmas, bitch? You're getting a dozen eggs because a dozen <laughs> eggs cost seventeen ninety nine now. <laughs> oh, you wanted you wanted some lip gloss? No, you're getting a bag of flour <laughs> that just cost me two hundred and forty three dollars. You're getting a pot to boil your water in because it's all contaminated. Anyway. Anyway, okay, I like that. I. <laughs> I feel like maybe there's not going to be a lot to expand upon on a lot of these. I would, so, I would like to so, expand. Okay, tell us more. This is an interesting title for another reason. Okay. Because last Christmas, as we all know, 
was by Wham when George Michael was still part right. of Wham. Right. He gived you your, he gived you his heart. Oh my God! The very next day, and then you gave it away. You gave it away. Yeah. Yeah, but um, like it is now a Christmas song staple, right? Yeah. He died on Christmas Day, twenty sixteen. No, he didn't. Yes, he, he did really. Yes. Oh, George. I know. And so, you know, my sister and I grew up as Gen Xers, which you won't understand, even though you're older no. than my sister. But she's no, she's she's younger than you, but she's Gen X. Um, yeah, makes sense. So, um, anyway, um, we grew up on Wham and George Michael, and so it 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 really hurt us. So, in 2016, it was the last Christmas. No, really, for real, like my time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which was also the year David Bowie died and Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman? <laughs> what, what, do you not know who that is? No, I do. I just wanted to be outraged about something. Oh, okay. Congrats. You did good. Um, okay. So anyway, uh, yeah, so the meaning is twofold. What about you? What's your first one? So I just, I think I need to point out that when we... This topic was given, wasn't it given to us by CK? It was when we were talking with CK about it. Okay. And I think I thought of it because I always think of everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and originally it was sort of like change the title to like ruin the Christmas song or something. Uh, to make it sound, change one word to make it sound massively depressing. Right. So I don't really have a lot of commentary on this or reason I chose it other than it's massively depressing. But the title of the song is Frosty the Dead Baby. <laughs> and he's dead because you left him in the car while you ran into the store and he froze oh stuff and now he's dead. God. So like there's no there's no funny commentary. <laughs> no. Oh my Jesus. Oh it's my just, it's just a dead baby. Oh my god. Oh my which god. Which is a classic. Dear sweet baby Jesus in swaddling clothes. But but good thing he has those swaddling clothes, otherwise he'd freeze to death and he'd uh, be dead. Uh, <laughs> okay, so how I I gave a content warning. What's the title of Frosty the Dead Baby? <laughs> Instead a... of Frosty the Snowman. Oh my god. So I have nothing. Right. I have nothing to add. I don't like. There's no funny commentary. Okay, good. That's probably my good. my other ones have more funny commentary. Maybe. Yeah. But this one is just a dead baby for Christmas. All right, let's move on. Because that's kind of how I feel about Christmas this year. Ah. Uh. I used to love Christmas. Yeah. When was the last time you loved Christmas? Like last year. Oh. <laughs> I've always loved Christmas. And and here's the thing. As the world has crumbled around us. Yeah, yeah. And as my own financial situation has crumbled around me. Uh-huh. And us. This and all of us, mm-hmm. but but me particularly. <laughs> Christmas now just seems like such a big collective capitalist jerk off. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems so and it's so depressing. Mhm. It's so depressing. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't have, I don't have a pot to piss in, as they say. Right. 
But I also don't want my children to have a horrible Christmas because I have no money to buy them anything. Anyway. Yeah. And then I also work in a sector that, I mean, I work in retail. So, like, I'm just surrounded by people just where we're, you know, people just being begged and begged to spend more money Mm -hmm. for Christmas. And I'm just like, bitch, we cannot afford cornmeal this year. (laughs) Cornmeal. Have you seen the price of cornmeal lately? No. Anyway. I haven't either. But my point is... Right, right. I know this is not revolutionary and new, but, like, more than ever, it just seems like such a big capitalist jerk-off to make some wealthy people wealthy Yeah. while we give each other pieces of plastic that we spent $75 on. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Anyway, what's your number two? Well, I'm, more, I'm wondering if I should get progressively worse or just kind of mix it up. What do you think? I will say that was my most offensive one. For okay. Sure. Okay. So I wanted to come in with a bang. Right. All right. I'll follow that up with a bang. I'm changing. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Uh huh. To, I saw mommy last, when she put me and my two brothers in a locked closet and left us for good. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Great. That happened to my dad when he was eight months old. <laughs> right. Yeah. I saw mommy um, last week. She put us in a locked closet and left us for good. good. Um, so, yeah, that happened. Have a holly jolly. Okay. Okay, wait. Let's see if I, I mean, can get the melody. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus underneath the mistletoe last night. Okay. I saw mommy last when she put me and my two brothers in a locked closet and left for good. Beautiful. I didn't think to sneak down the stairs to have a peek, but then I got locked in a closet. <laughs> yeah, it could work. It could work. It needs some workshopping, but we but then I got there. locked in a closet. Yeah, um, yeah, and it just makes me, you know, think of my family. Right. <laughs> just think of your ancestors. <laughs> and this woman I never met because you know what? She left them for good that day. And, uh, yeah, she locked no him in the closet. She was gone. No, no, she was not coming to the family reunion. No, no, no one ever saw her again. <laughs> okay. I mean, happy Christmas. Yeah. And my dad loved to tell that story. So it was like telling a traditional story at Christmas time. Would he tell it as like a funny story or would he tell it as like a you'll never believe what happened to me story? Like what was the what was the tenor of this story? The tenor was have some reverence because this happened to me oh okay have some reverence here's my trauma have some reverence okay great anyway so don't like get any therapy about it that's exactly that was the next thing i was going to say you know i'm not going to go to therapy but i want to but i want to but i want you all to pause yeah and, look, and recognize that as, I was traumatized as if it's a story about one of the founding fathers or something you know with that kind of reverence Right. But also it's like, hold on, hold on. Don't get mad that I'm abusing you. Uh-huh. Let me let me tell you a story about when I was abused. It was worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that's part of it. That's part of it, folks. This is a fun episode. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> I knew it would be, and I love it so much. I'm feeling the holiday cheer. Okay, good. What's your next one? So my so my number two is Happy Christmas, parentheses. War is starting soon and we're all going to be drafted. <laughs> Instead of war is over. You know what I mean? Are you still there? 
Okay, so, okay, we got interrupted. Yes. What were we talking your, about? Your child called. Yeah, it was my kid this time. It's usually yours. Which is the, which is the high quality content you can expect from us. So <laughs> I, was, I was reading my second, uh, third, second, third, second, second, my second holiday title. Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is Happy Christmas, parentheses, oh. war is starting soon and we're all going to die. Instead of John and Yoko Lennon's Happy Christmas, parentheses, war is war over. War is over. Because <laughs> the war is not over, my yeah. friends. No, it's no. not. Anyway, I don't know, even know if I have any pithy commentary about this. It's just that we live in a world where probably there might be a world war soon. So my belief system is, for now, because I, it's fluid, is <laughs> that when we're dead when we're in between lives we're just like a um a little blip of consciousness and that we uh -huh. get to choose to come to earth or another planet that has human life in the universe oh i'm going to the other ones but we keep choosing here we're here no, why what i the know fuck? i know <laughs> wait are the other ones worse no the other ones are better but what that's what I that's what i decided I, I hate this belief system. Why like, are we so fucking stupid? Because, yeah, like, I don't know. If we... This is literally the dumbest timeline. The dumbest <laughs> timeline. I know, I know. So anyway, I asked myself, why did I choose to come here? Did I think I'd help make change? Like a progmo, you know? <laughs> right, or... <laughs> which as we know from progmos is useless. Is he... it, it ain't work that way. No. Um, but anyway, just the, all the horrible things that are happening and I'm so tired of it. I'm tired. Yeah. And I, and I say that sitting in a, in a position of privilege because I am sure. not experiencing extreme oppression and violence. Right. Um, right. you know, so anyway, but, you know, I hear you. That's what I'm saying. I hear you. Here's, here's the only funny thing I'll say about this. Okay. So. There has been a funny little trend on TikTok lately. Yeah. Where the Gen Zers, those are people that are much, much, much younger than you and just and a little <laughs> bit younger than me. Oh, but there is a trend on TikTok where the Gen Zers are coming on and going, oh, oh, you think you're going to re-implement the draft? You're just going to give me a gun and I'm going to go to war. <laughs> I'm just going to go. Right. I'm going to be like, okay, sir, let's go to, where's my gun? Let's go to war. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I am not going to war. Right. Oh, what? Oh, what's the punishment? Oh, I get thrown in prison where all my needs are met and I get three meals a day and a roof over my head that's free and paid for by the government. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I would hate for that to happen. That would be a nightmare. So I do have a little hope in that. Yeah. Yeah. Like think of our think of our Gen Z children and think of the government being like, We need you to go fight a war. Right. They would be like, I don't know how to make toast. <laughs> but also They're like the government's like, here's how oh shit, he's done. He's done. We gotta take a break. He's done. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Anyway, that's my number two. War happy Christmas. War is here now, today and forever, and we're all gonna die. Here's my number three. Are we ready? 
No, I just said he's done. I got to go. I got to go pick up my child. He's ready. Oh, sorry. He's like, where are you? Oh, I thought we were talking about... About war. War. Yeah, okay. Go. No, I'll, I'll come back. Okay, bye. But I got to go get him now because he's ready. He's ready now. Why aren't you here? And we're back. What an adventure. Tell us about it. Well, I picked my child up from work. Yeah. And then he did not really talk to me at all. And then I took him to his mom's house. Now you here we are back together again. Here we are back together again. Um, if you recall, I don't know if you remember, but if you recall, if you still remember, I had just <laughs> done my number two, which is Happy Christmas, War is Starting, which means yeah. you'd already done your number two. Right. Which means, you know what, you know what comes after number two? <laughs> this is funny. What? Number three. Yeah. Well, let me tell you why that's funny. Today in my acting class, we were doing a little warm-up game right? Where, where everyone stands in a circle and you're just counting off, but no one knows who's going to say what number. And if you say the same number at the same time with someone else, you have to start They the shoot number. you. Something oh. like that. And today, <laughs> I was so tired because work the last two nights was so brutal. Someone said one. You threw them for a curveball. I sure did. And your teacher was like, "This that's good because I just made this game up last night. <laughs> While I was drinking. Okay. My number three. Your, your number three, Carol. Let's bring a little Christmas cheer. Okay. My twist on Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Okay. Grandma Got if Run... The, if the reindeer ate her out, I'm I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> There's no bestiality. I, I don't think I'll ever do any bestiality jokes. Oh, okay, good. I don't think you so. Heard it, you heard it here first, <laughs> folks. <clears throat> Ready? Uh-huh. Don't interrupt me. Okay. <laughs> Grandma got run over by my grandpa who was drunk and angry, but she stayed with him. It was a different time. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it was a different time. Look. Both it my, was a different time. Both my kids were alcoholics. Sure. And their wives left them Cheers. only in death, not in yes. life. Yeah. Yeah. It was a different time. I, was... <laughs> I said wives, by the way, instead of wives. That's a yeah. that's a Lindsay Hansen Park mistake, and I apologize. Um, but so yeah, so both grandpas alcoholics, and I don't know the ins and outs of their marriages. But come sure. on, but who come could? On. Who could? Right. Not me. But if you put two and two together, you know what I mean. Here, here's what I want to say about when people say it's a di- it was a different time. Oh, I love it. What? First of all, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> abuse was still abuse. Like, horrible behavior was still horrible behavior. Right, right, right. Like, when people were like, did Joseph Smith secretly marry 14-year-olds and have sex with them? Sure! But it was a different time. (laughs) No, it was even in those times. You know how he was, like, thrown in prison and the Mormons were driven out of several states? Well, that's actually why. Uh, Yeah? Because he was having sex with people's children. So it wasn't, it was a different time, but like, even in the time people were like, this dude is evil. Yeah. We should put him in prison and run his, run his freaky cult out of town. Y'all, 
human beings just make up their own realities and live in them, you know? Wow. That is, <laughs> this is deep. <laughs> What's your... Hold on. I'm going to write that down. What? I'm going to write that down for when I make a t-shirt shop. <laughs> a t-shirt shop. <laughs> Listen, every, every day I think about how I'm going to become rich by creating a, like a funny, a funny sticker shop, you know? Do you really? Like I've discussed it with my daughter. Oh. Okay. Are you making a um, list? Hold I'm I thought I already had a list started. I'm just gonna have to start a new list. Hold on one second. Your, I'm typing it right now in your notes into app? my phone. Yeah, t shirt ideas. Okay, what did you say? <laughs> Y'all human beings just make up their own realities and live in them. <laughs> That's good. Um <laughs> I, while I was searching, because I, I feel like I thought I had a t-shirt note, so I was searching like shirt and t-shirt, um, and I did come across a note, and I don't remember the context for this note. I don't remember this the, if this was an idea that I had or if it was a shirt that I saw, but I, I have a note in my phone, my iPhone in the notes app, where you can record notes that you can keep forever. The note says, t-shirt that says, don't bully me or I'll come. Oh, <laughs> love it! Did I make that up? Did I see it somewhere? Um, it sounds like maybe something I've seen, but I can't promise you that. I don't okay, know. okay. I don't want to make promises. I can't keep. <laughs> All right, okay. I've written my note down. Now let me get back to my hot drinks note. See, I can just flip through the notes, and I can go from one note easily to another. Seems boring. Okay, so am I doing my number three? Yeah. Wait, what was your number three? It was grandma got run over by my grandpa because he was drunk and angry, but she stayed with him because it was a different time. So good. It's so good. <laughs> okay, here's my number three. Okay. Oh, come, oh, come, guy I invited over who's on Wellbutrin and he's not able to come. <laughs> oh, man. It really This might be based possess. on truth. Yeah. This might be based on real life experience. Oh. Sometimes when you're on Wellbutrin, you just can't come, that, no matter what happens. That is such bullshit. I hate that so much. It's like you go to your doctor and you say, <laughs> Hi, Doc, I'm depressed. And he says, Cool. Here's a drug that might make you fatter and make you not able to come. <laughs> and you're like, Great. <laughs> At least I won't be depressed anymore. <laughs> Have you not heard that about antidepressants making you not be able to come? Oh, no, I have. Of course I have. Okay. I know you have not been in the sexual arena, as Brene Brown calls it, for a while. Yeah. I mean, I'm more sexually active than you, and that's horrifying. <laughs> I, I had pee in the V-sex once in three years, in the last three years. Yeah, I know. And I bullied you into it. It wasn't with me, I know. just to be clear. You're like, let me put my pee in your V, you bitch. <laughs> I just bullied you <laughs> into having sex with me. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I did bully you into having that sex. With that person. And, to, and I apologize. I, I, anyway. I'm a grown woman. Well, I have had, um, I have had pee in the pee sex more than once in three years. Pee in the pee? Don't ask questions. It's a gay thing. Oh, I, 
Just kidding. I don't know. What's your number four? Oh, wait. You didn't say your number. Th- oh, yeah, you did. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, come, oh, come. Guy I invited over who's on Wellbutrin and he can't come. <laughs> okay. My number four. My twist on sleigh ride. Okay. Hey, ride me for a month for three grand so I can do Christmas for my kids. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> do it again? Hey. Instead of sleigh ride, it's called, hey, ride me for a month for three grand so I can get to do Christmas for my kids. Three? You would only charge three grand for an, a whole month? Oh, I thought that was pushing it. <laughs> Three for how many? Like for three thirty-one days of the month? Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, if you itemize it, like BJ's go for like twenty bucks, right? Okay. And then so P and the V. Wait, is, they do? Well, I mean, that's what Dr. Laura said back in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. And she was probably right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, like a yeah. Google that. How so much? three grand for the month seems reasonable to you. Um, so that's like, I mean, as a novice, it's like a hundred dollars a night. As a novice sex worker, like I don't know if I can charge more than that. But but like you're not a novice sexer. No. But so like, why is it different in, if you're working? Well, because I've never had I've never done sex. <laughs> for employment it's our you know our friend who's a sex worker i think charges like fifteen hundred dollars for an evening wait what? it's not even spending the night oh like for just the evening like dinner and maybe a handy in the parking lot fifteen hundred dollars oh my god if i remember correctly it's been a while since we've talked about it but Anyway, if any of the gentle listeners are sex workers, I, do we have gentle listeners who are sex workers? I don't think so. Oh my god! I, if we do, please reach out. Is this? I want all I don't the know deets. If this is something I could just Google. How you, much is a BJ going for these days? Oh, I thought you. I thought you were asking if you can Google how many of the gentle listeners are sex workers. <laughs> oh my god! Please, sex worker gentle listeners, please reach out. <laughs> I want all. I want all the deets. I want all the dirty tea. The dirty tea? Gross. (laughs) Anyway. Hey, ride me for a month. For $3,000. For $3,000 so I can do Christmas for my kids. And that's, I mean, you have four kids, so that's not a lot each kid. I mean, I guess it's not bad. It's like 700 each kid. That's pretty good. You can get some really nice gifts for that. Yeah, that's expendable income. So, yeah. But if we, but yeah, but if we're factoring in, like, you got to set aside some money from taxes, you know, maybe you're making a nice Christmas dinner because your kids love to cook. They love a nice dinner. So maybe we're really looking at more like two or $300 per kid for gifts. Yeah. And then the rest goes to taxes, dinner, you know, paying off that parking ticket that one of your kids forgot to pay off. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Well, then let's say 10 grand and call it a night. Okay. My number four. What are you eating? Nothing. <laughs> Hello? Did you get that? Have you gotten that almond trio that's at Trader Joe's? Oh. I've seen it. Is it a brown package? 
Yeah, and one of the almonds is like a honey sesame. Mm. One of the almonds is a coffee caramel. And mm. one of the almonds is just a toasted, roasted, salted, toasted almond. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they're really good. Okay. My number four is kind of basic, <clears throat> but right. I feel like it really leans into my identity. And it's just, I saw daddy kissing Santa Claus. I mean, okay. now I could have made it dirty. Right. I could have said, I saw daddy eating out Santa's hairy hole. No. You know, I could have said, <laughs> I saw daddy spit on Santa's starfish and press his thumb against it. But I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I could have said, I saw daddy gag while Santa slipped his cock out and a string of spit went from the corner of his mouth to the tip of Santa's cock. Yeah. But I didn't. You've... I just kept it basic. I saw Daddy kissing Santa Claus because that's what we need more in this world is Dad's kissing Santa Claus. Just some, just some friendly kisses, right on his on his lips or on his beehole. Do you find <laughs> Santa Claus attractive? Only when he's played by Kurt Russell, but otherwise, no. Wait, when does Kurt Russell play Santa Claus? He did. In what? Just I don't... on the street at a mall uh, no. in Century City. <laughs> um, I'll I'll Google it, but uh, but I I think what you're trying to tell me is you find Santa Claus attractive. Yes. Most Santas, yes. Okay. Like a guy with a belly and a and a bushy beard. Yes. Sure. Okay. Yes, sir. Anyway, so that's mine. I saw Daddy eating Santa's. Tossing Santa's salad because of the bits. <laughs> oh, God. God damn it. Well, this has been a great episode. Should we just wrap before number five, it's, or do you want to keep going? It's called The Christmas Chronicles. Came out in 2018. That doesn't sound real. What's your number five? My number five. There's no place like home for the holidays when your parents and siblings haven't acknowledged the trauma and yet you still go what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> i mean i really think you've got this one nailed like you're really <laughs> delivering some high quality <laughs> christmas carols there's no place like home, like home for, the for the holidays where your when siblings your and, and parents haven't acknowledged, acknowledged the trauma, your trauma. And then what? Why do, do you, you still, still go? What the fuck what is wrong, the fuck is wrong with, with you? For the holidays, there's no place like home, sweet home. home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, really. You know, um, our friend CJ was uh-huh. telling us, uh, meaning you and me, um, about. Do you have her permission to share the story? <sighs> I do. Um, uh, well I mean I don't but it's fine because I'm not gonna reveal anything okay but um she was just saying how she has had friends over the years who will go to like her friend will go to her family's one year and then the husband's family the next year and they have a miserable time every year and she's right and and Courtney C. Jane is like why why yeah, do you owe going? it? You yeah. don't owe them a goddamn thing. And I think that's yeah. where people get stuck. Yeah. I want to hear from the gentle listeners. I want you to either DM us on Instagram 
or you can like you still can leave voicemails on Spotify for podcasters. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, well, so you could like leave us a message, but I want to hear like, are you going home for the holidays? How do you feel about it? Are you excited? Are you dreading it? Mm-hmm. Are you, yeah. yeah? How do you feel? Yeah. And does anybody have any wild stories? Like, and then Dad brought this up. Something that would make even mine and and Brother Coffee's jaw drop. So are you going home for the holidays? Me? Yeah. No, (laughs) I'm asking. I was actually asking my cat. Uh, Like home. Who's sitting on my lap. Home where? What are you talking about? I'm just, I'm just trying to like, I'm just trying to give a prompt to prompt conversation. I know you're not going home for the holidays. But are you going home for the holidays? I'm going home to my kids for the holidays. Oh, you're so excited! And my the title of the song would be different. Um, I because I have, you know, brought up the trauma that I've caused my kids ad nauseum. They're so right. sick Your of hearing like, about it. Please shut up. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. here's the thing: I think about things that I did and said when they were young every right. single day. We know, and you got to get over it. <laughs> because that's we're how all that so works. bored by it you are you me and your kids are so bored by it. <laughs> oh my god don't text them and tell them that we talked about this tonight okay and, I, and good thing none of them listen anymore i am also going home for the holidays and and i don't want to get into too many specifics but i will say this week on my family group text yeah i i had to explain to my oldest brother what it means to be a fun guest at a party <laughs> Because he was like, but you're saying, but and I was like, the point is to be a fun guest. Right. Like, show up at the party and be a fun guest. Why do I have to spell out all the minutiae of this for you? Yeah, yeah. Just be a fun fucking guest. Are you, is that so hard? Are you able to say these things to him in person as well? I mean, probably. I mean, I wouldn't say be a fun fucking guest to him in person. <laughs> right, right. Because he would probably cry. Right. But like, But, like, I was very clear, like, your job showing up at a family holiday party is to show up and be a fun guest that's it and here's here are some specific examples of what being a fun guest looks like okay are you going to show up and be a boring guest no we don't want that right stay home yeah are you going to show up and be a grumpy guest no we don't are you going to show up and be a cheap guest fucking no no just be a fun guest right be kind be open-hearted open-minded be full of loud laughter and ill speaking of the Lord's anointed. That's all we want. <laughs> have you ever been around a Mormon? No, I never have. Who, What's it like? who told someone, hey, don't laugh that loud. No, I don't think I have. Have I, you? I haven't either. So, I, okay. and I find that very interesting. Okay. So, so Joseph Smith failed is really the point of this. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, all right, shall we move on to the final? Or did, Wait, we, did we already do the you, final? You are, didn't <laughs> you already do your number five? Do you have another one? Oh, I, I really think I did. No, you ha- you're going to do your number I do five. have another one. Okay. okay. And then I have some honorable mentions. Okay, so this is, this is an, an, an updating of the title of my favorite retailer Christmas song, uh, Silver Bells. Okay. Which is just about capitalism and the holiday. Think about it. Yep. It's it's not about Jesus. It's not about Santa. It's about spending money in the big city. So here's the new title. Okay. Still, silver bells, silver bells. Surprise. 
They're actually made of aluminum now, and they wear out after one season. You have to buy new ones, but they actually cost eight times more than they cost when they were made of out of silver twenty years ago. <laughs> it's Christmas time <laughs> in the city. So that's it. Silver bells that are now made of aluminum, but cost yeah. eight times more than they cost when they made when they were made of silver. Here's and your parents me. say to you. Why can't you afford silver bells? We had silver bells every year when we were younger. And you say, because they're because they're eight times more expensive <laughs> and they're made of aluminum now. Yeah. And when you ring them, it just sounds like crumpling a ball of aluminum aluminum foil. Now it doesn't sound like a bell. I may not have ever heard a Mormon say, Hey, don't laugh so loud, but I have heard parents say, Why don't you have real silver bells? Time right. and time again. Well, we because they don't make them out of silver anymore. Right. They make them out of aluminum. Oh, right. And we can't afford them. Exactly. Because our rent is more than two-thirds of our income. Right. So anyway. Yeah. Oh, also, hold on. Also, please stop and buy some gifts in the city. <laughs> ring a ling. Hear them ring. I can't afford some gifts in the city. Day. Have you seen the price of cornmeal? Ring-a-ling. <laughs> I bought a single roll of paper towels from a bodega on my street, and it was $5.50. <laughs> Capitalism wins. I knew back in September when I purchased that, I would not be getting silver bells this year. Have, have you bought deodorant lately? Uh, I think it's been since October. I'm still working on, on one. Like one stick of deodorant is like $9, mm -hmm. like $9 for one stick. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to smell bad. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our teachers taught us in elementary school in Louisiana that if you can't afford deodorant, you can use straight up baking soda. And what you know, this this is a really good point because I was on TikTok the other day and I was scrolling and, and there was a there was a video where a woman was like, I don't know how to make ends meet anymore. I don't I can't afford my and and then there was a stitch from a guy that was like, Listen, this is your first time being poor. And you're you're not very good at being poor. You gotta get better at being poor. <laughs> You got to dumpster diving. You got to do it. Like going to Goodwill. You got to do it. Yeah. So I, so yeah, I think some of us just need to learn how to be poor better. Yeah. We're like, I'm saving money. I am squeezing the last bit out of my toothpaste. Mm -hmm. And the, and the poor who have been poor before are like, no, we're using baking soda for deodorant. <laughs> Cause we can't afford the old spice for $9. Right. <laughs> so yeah. You so we, get... I just need Yep. You got, yeah, you got to learn to be poor. Yeah. So it's a anyway. skill. It's a fucking skill. And it sucks. It's Christmas time <laughs> in the city. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, Honorable that mentions? was my number five. Oh, go for it. I don't have any. Okay. But tell me yours. Mm, the Carpenter's Merry Christmas, Darling. Uh huh. Becomes Merry Christmas, No One. Why? Because I don't have a darling. <laughs> I don't have a lover. Okay. okay fair. Have fair. yourself a merry little Christmas. Yep. Becomes have yourself a little. 
just a little of something. And then, <laughs> uh, baby, it's cold outside. Uh huh. Becomes rape. And then finally, did you did you see the reductor's headline that was like, "Baby, it's cold outside" is not acknowledging the <laughs> climate change truth of <laughs> the truth of a global global warming. Right, yeah. yeah. Saw that today. And then my final honorable mention for the evening. Uh-huh. Christmas time is here. Uh-huh. To fuck. <laughs> Christmas time is here. Fuck. <laughs> Except there's no Christmas time. It's here. It's just Right. It, so it's just like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, have a holly jolly. It's going to be a great Christmas, little ones. <laughs> I'm excited to see you and my kids and CJ and whoever the fuck else. It's it's going to be yeah. good in that way. And I think I'm going to but... see The Color Purple. Oh, the musical? Yes. Wait, when does that come out? I think Christmas Day. Oh, Jesus. I'm I, we're, I'm in. Okay. Let's go. Let's I'm go. In. You're coming with me and the kids. We're going. Um, I... I'm excited to see you, but don't talk to me too much. Right. When you're at my house. Right. And if I'm ever unclear, just text me. Like, if we're, even if we're in the same room, I, you know, I, if you forget to say the safe word, then it's awkward later. So. Oh, I won't be awkward. I'll just leave. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what this has been? What? This has been an episode. This has been interesting. Um, okay, well, good luck on your final where you have to catch a seagull <laughs> and then whisper your darkest secret into its ear <laughs> and then let it fly free while you uh, do a dance in the square. Right, and I have to do it all from my truth, so. Right. Hey, bye. Okay, bye. Have a great night.